when I think about success and like the examples of innovative success, I, I really think about the fundamental importance of bringing in and building a team of mission aligned people, you know, um, to make sense of it. What I can have confidence in is if I'm bringing in team members and, you know, building a team around our focus on living the mission we have and even the the uh, vision that we're going to create, if they are living that, if they are living, breathing examples of what this is, they will be driving innovation naturally because that's who they are. This is C2C, where we cover innovation in the food and CBG business from conception to consumption. Welcome to C2C, everyone. Today, great guest, May Steigler, who is CEO of Organifi, a really cool company you're going to learn a lot about today. May, welcome to the podcast. Gary, thank you for having me. I am excited to be here and our conversation today. Awesome. So, May, why don't you start out, you know, giving our listeners a little bit of your personal background, how you got into the health and wellness and CBG space. And then I know at, or, at Organifi, too, you were not originally CEO. You moved up through multiple positions. So maybe a little bit on your progression to CEO. Absolutely. Unconventional on both sides, <laughs> I'm sure. So uh, happy to jump in and uh, my background's in animal nutrition, actually, and um, came into the space of health and wellness and, and even the position I'm in today from a kind of unusual um, area. I studying nutrition and, and health and the animal front uh, moved into early detection of illness in actually large ag. So I was I was um, nearly working for, for big ag and, and almost uh, like Monsanto or Cargill. Um, fully believing in, in GMOs and the direction of, um, of the future of, of food. Post-college, I went to Cal Poly and, and studied animal nutrition. And, and being in that space, I was actually working farm level, um, early detection of illness through temperature monitoring in cows. And really, from that stance, connected very clearly the importance of eating, um, the importance of nutrition and diet and its physiological effects on the body. Uh, recognizing how much of our uh, human food system was um, really felt like very dysfunctional. We were creating, um, you know, systems that needed a lot of support and um, the industry I was moving into in reducing antibiotic use for animal health was really being perpetuated by missing the, the cause of the problem, which was feeding cows uh, lots of corn rather than uh, hay and grass, what they're you know intended to digest well, and in doing so, creating a ton of physiological problems. So it was it was this backwards kind of introduction to uh, human health uh, via animal nutrition that I saw more of the root cause of the problem was this um, not seeing not seeing that um, reducing antibiotic use <laughs> by detecting illness early wouldn't actually be creating the solution uh, for for animal health, and instead it was looking at why we were doing that in the first place. Um, in creating these, you know, huge, uh, large, large animal um, production operations, whether it was dairy or, or beef, um, and seeing that to being kind of our, our food system that felt backwards. And so I got into human health from that point on, uh, moved into human nutrition, uh, got into personal training, and uh, met the founder of Organifi. And at the time, he was building FitLife TV, which was our original community. <clears throat> His mission was uh, reimagining how we can transform our lives through the power of food. And so I connected with Drew as, as kind of employee number one. Drew Canoli is, uh, is the founder of 
uh, FitLife TV and, and Organifi, uh, the company I'm CEO of now, and that was 11 years ago. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, my, my start was relatively unconventional. And uh, in the space, he was at the time sharing his transformation journey on YouTube, uh, making videos on um, the power of juicing. We were building a massive community uh, around the idea of uh, choosing something different. Um, you know, the, the typical diets were not, not necessarily serving people. There's lots of uh, yo-yo dieters out there looking for a better solution and wanting to turn to eating right for our bodies um, to create uh, amazing transformation and change. And uh, everything was online. It was definitely new, new uh, to me at the time and uh, something fresh that Drew was doing building a massive community around juicing vegetables and Organifi was actually born from that community and, and solving, solving our customers, uh, kind of our customers biggest challenge, which was the, the difficulty in getting healthy uh, in, in kind of what we were recommending, which was juicing, which was really cumbersome and really time consuming and relatively expensive. We were definitely recommending all organic vegetables. And so we created Organifi, which, um, it was a beautiful solution and uh, Jamel Bedahar was on board and really <clears throat> the co-founder of Organifi with Drew um, at the time in finding a, just an easier solution. It's, you know, an adaptogen superfood blend. It's essentially like a powdered version of, of juicing that you could mix in a minute instead of 35 to 40 minutes of juicing. So we really collapsed the, the, um, the obstacle for our customers, uh, solved that for them and Organifi blew up um, very quickly and grew very very quickly um, on uh, from this community of, of folks that were learning how to juice vegetables for their health and vitality. That was the start of Organifi. And at the time, I was very much, um, I was running coaching programs and uh, programs developer with uh, Drew uh, and Jamel and translated that to Organifi as kind of the start of my career there. Um, but that was almost 11 years ago, which is wild. That's an, that's an interesting way to build a ready-made base of prospective customers. Start, uh, I, I guess it sounds like that was the story with True, right? Build a, build a followership of people who wanted to learn about juicing. And then, yeah. you know, at the appropriate moment, I don't know if it was serendipity or if it was planned, you know, say, oh, we could, we've got something that can make all this a little more convenient. <laughs> Uh, hindsight, it looks very clean, but I will tell you, um, and very planned. But I will definitely tell you, it was um, it was the consistent asking of how we could how we could make this easier, how we could solve um, the obstacles that were preventing our our really large customer base at the time that was buying digital products for how to juice. How could we solve that in an easier way? And so, uh, I'd love to say that we had it all planned from the beginning, but uh, certainly uh, didn't foresee that Organifi would be such a, a, a beautiful solution for. Uh, a very large customer base. And, and to your point, Gary, um, there is definitely magic in um, and the, this proven process, I, I believe, in uh, creating a community around an idea um, and then solving the problem for them, you know, solving a problem. And, and Drew has an amazing gift of um, just sharing his process that was so compelling and so, um, you know, so um, community building and people wanting to also try on a different way of changing their health and, and really restoring their personal sovereignty and wellness um, instead of looking outside of themselves and, you know, um, finding a, an answer and um, maybe conventional means. It was really looking at um, bringing in the power of real food. So it felt very approachable, very universal and Organifi's um, beginnings really felt so genuine in just making that easier for them.
Yeah, a lot of our top innovator guests have have been mission driven, and um, and I think so much starts with problem solving. So, if if you had to describe in a nutshell Organifi's mission and your strategy, how you know how would you how or do you put that on a bumper sticker? <laughs> yeah, um, we're we're here to break down break down a lot of paradoxes and dogmas around the obstacles to being healthy. So what Organifi is here to do and, and what I'm, I'm so proud of and excited by is imagining a better way, imagining um, knowing that healthy can be delicious, healthy can be easy, uh, you know, healthy can be enjoyable overall. Um, and it's breaking down the belief that it has to be hard and challenging and, you know, gross and, you know, all those things um, make it so that transformation, especially long-term is nearly impossible. And that's really what we set out to do early on. And it's, it's morphed into so much more clarity uh, over the, the last couple of years, which has been a beautiful experience going through um, what felt so personal and, and simply just sharing uh, the, the personal mission that we were all on has now become such a, um, a company direction and company mission. And what Organifi does is, um, and currently our, our sweet spot is, designing delicious adaptogen superfood blends um, that, you know, make healthy delicious and make healthy easy uh, and enjoyable. And so we specifically and uniquely include clinically proven doses. Um, kind of our, our tagline is um, ingredients and amounts you can feel. Uh, so you really want to be specific on the the benefits and the the results that customers can expect and also look for most I think most importantly honestly is is uh, looking for those results so that you know we're not just adding things into our life and and then adding something else the next week um, <clears throat> organifies mission and and you know all this has evolved over time but I the strategy has, has been really consistent and that is looking for um, and presenting more consistent, easy solutions for customers to remove the obstacles to being healthy and living, living the life uh, that they can imagine. And what we've done consistently is introduce our customer base to incredible partners, um, uh, kind of shaking the, the beliefs uh, and a lot of the limiting beliefs that our customers have and community has around being healthy and how it has to look. And presenting new ways of imagining it, and um, and I'm, I'm I'm really excited about that. And that's been consistent from the beginning. It looks like um, sharing content and direction from our, our actual team, our podcasters, our um, community of partners, which uh, we call a collective, but also is like a um, more influence community. And really sharing that those voices with our customers to inspire them to to think differently and take new action. Mm, it's a great, uh, great mission, and everybody needs a little more convenience in their lives. So <laughs> always nice. Yeah, that sounds terrific. So, um, but you, you know, this—if we were to call, give it a name—I guess we'd call this sector superfoods. And so, it is—it is a growing sector, obviously, but uh, but maybe also crowded. So, with everybody fighting for shelf space and. You know, mind space on social media and other venues. You know, how, what's what's your method to carve out a successful and and profitable niche in this space? Yeah, you're, you're so right, Gary. And <clears throat> in an exciting way, uh, much more crowded than it used to be. Uh, also, just a, it, it's the reality. And so, what's beautiful and what I'm what I'm really excited about is, um, and what we're looking at is 
guidance being what's missing. So really supporting our community and and the general public who is experiencing superfoods, uh, you know, coming to the forefront and being definitely a, a much more crowded space than it ever has. Um, you know, we're seeing superfoods be added to sparkling water, to, you know, gummies and anything you can imagine, um, which I love to look at like um, it's just a testament to this becoming the normal, which is so much better than the alternative, which, you know, would have been maybe more sugar and more non-superfoods, let's say, <laughs> less than mm. ideal foods. So I am very excited by this trend more than anything. And I f- firmly believe in a rising tide lifts all boats. So I, I, I love seeing this trend. What it has Organifi look at really closely is, you know, what are we uniquely here to do? And, and as consumers and, and, you know, our community is recognizing, um, needed more than ever is determining what we're putting in our bodies. Is it actually, you know, having an impact and, and being really clear on the impact or even wanting it to have. Right. So, so many, again, so many superfoods and and this industry in general is, is growing. Um, How do we know that they are actually effective in improving our lifestyles? Um, And so for Organifi, your question was, you know, how do we carve out success and even, you know, profit in this, in this busy space and it's working really closely with our customers to guide them uh, to see the results that they're looking for in adding superfoods. And, and what we're niching down into is adaptogens um, and the messaging of understanding our bodies well enough to really effectively make change. You know, and, and, and I think it's helpful if we, <clears throat> if I contrast a little bit, you know, worst case scenario, there's all these great things in the world that people just consume and don't have any you know, conscious uh, intention for understanding how they're working in their body or if they're working at all. What that looks like is us just probably um, going to product to product and not ever knowing if it's helping, right? Or not ever knowing why we're even trying it outside of curiosity. What I'm most interested in is solving problems. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. solving the obstacles to being healthy and enjoying um, a life people love living, which is full of vitality, full of um, presence and attention and um, and that really looks like guiding people to be able to understand what effective superfoods in their body will actually look like. So, for instance, if if someone's enjoying, um, you know, for us, it's ashwagandha and our green juice that I love. Well, if you're taking it, you know, normally it's to offset daily life stress. So what are the signs that stress is decreasing? Well, you know, your energy level should improve just overall as your body's better able to handle stress. You should be able to sleep better. Your digestion should improve. Um, your mental clarity should improve. And these are kind of the framework that you want to guide people to start looking at as they're including superfoods and specifically adaptogens in their diet. So I think that circles back to what you called, I think I got this right, ingredients in amounts you can feel. Is that what you called it? Yes, indeed. Yeah. And that's, yeah. It, you know, intentionality of what we put in our bodies for a, a clear reason that we can actually measure. And so what's on a practical basis, though, you, you mentioned, you know, if, for example, if, if somebody took one of your products and said, uh, I'm taking this for stress, here's here's the, the benefits you should you should feel. How do you how do you communicate that with your customers or how do you coach them or or take them through that process? Yeah, I um, and a lot of it is the post-purchase journey for them. So really guiding them through understanding what to expect. Um, it's as simple as a box insert, and it's as um, concierge-like as our coaching call center. So having our, our team be able to 
support customers through a custom plan for success. So we kind of spread across the you know most essential company basics and business basics today, which would be just the communication to the customer of what to expect and what to look for in understanding if the product's working for them or not. Uh, it also helps set the intention for the, the customer as well. I think so importantly. Um, but what I'm most excited about is is really doubling down on the ability to coach customers to success and more on the concierge side and support them in, in long-term transformation, um, well beyond that 30-day uh, benefit of taking green juice, let's say. Mm. So the innovation in your products, it's not just what's inside the package, it's what's outside as well. It's really a it's really a whole product that you're delivering to your consumers. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think this is when we look at, you know, so much of what's happening is just commercializing a um, a product, right, which is, hey, I've got a great product to sell, you know, go ahead and enjoy it. What's missing, and I think where so much of the future value lies is being able to truly guide customers with a, a comprehensive conversation um, to success and to results. So in this specifically crowded space, what I see missing and what I'm really excited to further develop into with Organifi is becoming a lifestyle brand, which looks way beyond just taking the product. Uh, it looks like actually changing people's lives. And I think it's really an exciting time um, to guide people to even be educated and empowered to make change in their life in, in the ways that we're seeing the demand in superfoods grow and, and what is the result of that impact, right? Ideally, it's people with, um, you know, incredibly improved lives. Mm. And so let's, let's step back a little bit and look at the overall landscape. And, and you know, May, what, what, what thoughts can you share for our listeners on what the macro trends are that are out there that we're going to see in coming years? Is it all about adaptogens? Is it about different mm-hmm. things? What do, you, what do you see on the horizon? I do love the the trend from superfoods to adaptogens. I think it's a, a bit more um, focused and beautifully scientific. Even even the definition of adaptogens supporting our bodies handle modern day stress. So certainly certainly seeing that um, uh, supporting our bodies doing what they naturally do well, <laughs> which is so cool. And I think it has us all look more closely at just the um, incredible. Um, nature of the human body and what it is capable of when supported well. But outside of that, what's really cool in our space and what I'm excited about is the further trend from kind of what started as traceability or even like farm level um, uh, connection with companies, seeing now regenerative really growing, which is exciting. And I I definitely see that picking up more. It's definitely one we are keeping a pulse on and hoping to be um, bringing that to our customers really soon. Um, it looks like, um, and regenerative being that we're able to source ingredients that are certified regenerative. That certification um, is very, very fresh and new. Um, last year, also the Detox Project came out with a certification uh, for glyphosate residue free, and we did that certification through all of our products. So the trend is definitely um, improved uh, specificity on quality um, quality certifications. And it feels like an extension of clean labels. It feels like a bit more um, authenticity and higher integrity with clean labels rather than a bit of, you know, the clean label washing that's happening now, which is natural kind of in that space. It's feeling like it's got some teeth in it, which is really exciting. Um, So higher quality standards, which is great. 
definitely seeing a, a macro trend in, uh, as you mentioned above, just the the space for better for you, which is, you know, a sparkling water that has some probiotics in it, right? Lots of brands popping up in that space, and it's beautiful to see at least consumers having so many better options than there used to be. You know, it's well beyond clean label now, but it's, um, you know, which is low sugar and um, uh, gluten-free, let's say, or dairy-free or what have you. Um, and now it's with added benefit. So it's a, a macro trend that I'm really excited to see more of. Mm. And so um, when you talk, you touched on some, some sustainability issues like regenerative agriculture and things like that. Uh, does Organifi spend a lot of time just really working hard to source specific suppliers and ingredients and things like that? Yes, yes, we do. I'm smiling right now. We do a tremendous amount of time. Um, part of our a huge internal mission, which I'm really excited to more effectively share with our customers, is is um, doing business or doing good by doing business. And we believe that you know, as we make products, let's make them have a positive impact on the world. This started even in our FitLife days, which is a content company before Organifi. Um, we were focused on supporting the organic food movement growing so much more um, and got to see that really take off, especially in, in I'm based in San Diego here, you know, watching the organic section absolutely blow up in Costco was, was tremendous and such a testament to this um, really change that, you know, watching how consumers can change um, the entire food industry by, you know, supply and demand or by demand, essentially um, dictating supply, which is so cool. And so from the very beginning, we, we had the commitment to when we created Organifi to make it certified organic, USDA certified organic one, because that served as a quality standard that in the superfood industry is not universal. And a lot of speculation, especially in the supplement industry is because of this lack of third party testing. And of course, none of it's USDA approved. So what Organifi did from the beginning is decidedly have all products be USDA organic, unless of course, otherwise noted, but that was the commitment um, to ensure that we leveraged certifications that not only um, allowed us to have a quality standard that was very high and one that our customers and community could trust and we could trust ourselves, um, but also to ensure that we were having a positive impact on um, on the future of the planet. So by being USDA organic, we're also ensuring that organic quality standards and organic processing and organic farming was something that we were financially investing in. From there, um, we've uh, only uh, hopefully evolved from that. Uh, we've only added to it in um, even pairing up with the detox project, as I mentioned, and being um, glyphosate residue free. It's actually a higher level and, and deeper level of quality standard ensuring there's no glyphosate residue, which is essentially what you know Roundup is, is made of. And what or, you know USDA organic would be um, qualifying, but this is actually a further testing quality standard to support which I, I love so much. Our customer base is very um, focused on this as our internal team is as well. Mm, excellent. So, so May, you've been with Organifi, I believe, for about seven years. So I'm sure you've seen so many different things go on with the company and all the growth over the last seven years. Looking back, you know, what advice could you give to our listeners on things that you might have done differently? Yeah, this is... Um, it's been seven years of Organifi and just about 
three and and so with FitLife. So I've been with Drew, the founder, for about 10 years, which has been a while of lots of learning. And uh, and I think um, something that comes to mind, and I'll, I'll often take um, more of the people-oriented approach, I, um, more leadership-centric approach. I think the biggest advice that comes to mind initially is decreasing the time between identifying an issue and addressing it. So I always like to look at um, kind of the time it takes to get into a moving into a loving conversation when there's a challenging situation that if there's any, you know, true waste of time, it's that, <laughs> that space between resolving something that, that uh, isn't working. And it's normally a conversation that is um, being delayed. So I always, I'm a huge um, nerd around behavior psychology, um, change psychology, communication, and so much of what's allowed Organified to grow quickly and be successful has stemmed from a place of great communication, um, great relationships, um, you know, and, and the areas where, um, you know, we were challenged is where there was an issue that was happening that was decidedly being unaddressed, right? So I love the the, the more people oriented one, I'm, I'm not sure if that serves, you know, it sounds like you're, you know, the listeners here are likely either uh, getting into and or growing, growing a, a company in this space. So hopefully supportive. Um, the other one is uh, organizational learning. So we, we uh, in whatever way um, we could um, even earlier on accelerated this, this has been such a key piece of what's made Organifi successful and initially, it looked like um, weekly doing book clubs, um, which sounds intense, but we would literally just read a book together as a, as a team and as a team learn together. And that really helped us uh, move quickly, effectively. I think that, you know, they say uh, teams who see a common reality together can move the fastest. And that was so true as we learned um, books and, you know, new methodology. We kind of adopted um uh, strategies very easily and quickly together, and uh, and I think that as you look as you look into the future and even now, um, what's so important is sharing company insights. As we've grown so quickly, um, the complexity of the business, what's working, even with our customer base, what's what's proving the most um, valuable for our customers. The faster we can share those insights um, and learnings, the more rapidly the team can grow together. Mm-hmm. I'm here with May Steigler, who is CEO of Organifi. And um, May, let's let's shift a little bit towards innovation in particular. Um, as as you look back in uh, in all your tenure at Organifi, uh, and you look back at uh, people that you think were mm-hmm. terrific innovators, um, you know, how would you characterize them? What are, you know, what were their mindsets or qualities or talents that, that, that you think you've, you've seen in top innovators? Mm, a lot of respect for, for the innovators in our space. And um, there's a key characteristic that we value at Organifi. And when I think about those that inspire me most, it's disruptive optimists. It's constantly thinking about how things can be better while, and most importantly, the footnote here is celebrating what is. So <clears throat> this feels like and has looked like uh, individuals able to um, recognize what's working so well. So not be blind to that because it's hard to change otherwise. Uh, be able to enroll a team. So there's enrollment and charisma with enthusiasm um, and speaking to what's possible, um, a vision, I think, 
the most powerful innovators that I've um, seen and been inspired by in, in my time at Organifi have really embodied this. I like that term, disruptive optimist. <laughs> disruptive optimist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you coin that? I don't know that I've heard that term before. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I don't think I can claim coining that, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, it's a good one. Um, so, you know, speaking of, you know, optimism versus pessimism, uh, you know, there's often a fine line between success and failure in this business. Sometimes, you know, timing plays a big role. Um, any stories you can share with our listeners uh, on, on, on either side of the equation that you've experienced with, with success or failure? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when I think about the areas that um, – and I, our team loves loves failing and that we learn something, but <laughs> there's a lot of value in those uh, spots. When I think about what didn't work in the history of Organifi was uh, external inspiration. Maybe it was even from the competitive landscape or something that as a team caught our attention and we said, oh yeah, we want to do that. And there wasn't a, um, a gut check for where the source of innovation was coming from. Like, are we meant to do this versus is that just a good idea that someone else is executing well on? So it was almost like a vision and mission filter applied to um, how we were being inspired by our competitors. And an example of this could be, um, you know, launching a um, podcast sponsorship sponsorship model that um, that a competitor was was running because it looked like it was performing well without mm. instead saying, hey, how should Organifi do this? Mm. Um, so when I think about the things that didn't work, they often were just missing that really tight filter, really important tight filter of saying, are we meant to do this? And so when I think about failure, uh, innovation failure, it um, and what it, the result of it felt like busyness at the, at the company. And so then it required cleanup and, you know, <laughs> resorting prioritization. Um, and so that filter was really key uh, in preventing failures and still is really key. And believe me, it's still something we're constantly looking at. Like, are we meant to do this? Right. Um, when I think about success uh, and like um, the examples of innovative success, I, I really think about the fundamental importance of bringing in and building a team of mission aligned people. And this, you know, um, to make sense of it, um, what I can have confidence in is if I'm if I'm bringing in team members and you know building a team around um, with team members that are focused on living the mission we have and even the the uh, vision that we're going to create. If they are living that, if they are living, breathing examples of what this is, they will be driving innovation naturally because that's who they are. And so, what was so important and what I uh, we're still co constantly looking at or consistently looking at ways to. Uh, improve on and and even make stronger is our recruiting, uh, interviewing, and onboarding process being um, heavy with um, with um, interview questions, ensuring that that person is really here to uh, do this mission aligned work. You know, do they do they love adaptogens? Are like, what does their weekend look like? Are they what's their favorite smoothie? You know, recipe. Um, we do this thing called uh, kind of the identity process, which is, um, you know, your, your kind of your purpose, your life purpose at, um, in the world. And we pair that up with Organifi's mission. Um, so importantly, and there's a piece of it called, you know, Ikigai, which is a, um, a way of, um, 
a way of looking at your reason for getting out of bed, your purpose in life. And so we asked that question even in the um, application process. What's your ikigai? And it's a really important question where if if someone's ikigai is not aligned with what Organifi is creating um, in the world, and if it's not health-oriented or not in some way aligned with uh, what we're here to do, um, it's a really important frame for us and filter for us to say, hey, this person probably won't be the most happy here, right? Um, uh, and it's just an interesting piece to ensure is built into bringing in people into your company uh, and those that you work with building a team around you, whether it's tiny, whether you're you know starting out um, as a entrepreneur or building a, a large company. I believe that the success and innovation is going to come from the team around you and living your brand mission. Yeah, I like that phrase, mission-aligned people, hire mission-aligned people. Yeah, and, and um, the ways that you do that, you know, building it in as questions-specific in your recruiting and interviewing is so important. When you look at, you know, ongoing and future innovation, May, in the superfoods space, um, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges or speed bumps? I think, yeah, this is maybe more just innovation in general, but it's um, what I look at. And currently what's been the most challenging at Organifi and probably the most important is the most opportunity behind the the biggest challenge, right, Um, (laughs) uh, is balancing finding the, I guess, the edge of innovation, which feels like, you know, how can we own how weird we are <laughs> that is still relevant to to the, the majority of our customer base, most importantly, and even, you know, the public. Um, so it's, uh, and I think, you know, innovation runs into this problem a lot is how, how far out can you stretch um, while still connecting with um, relevance? Um, it feels like, uh, and we've always been really cognizant of uh, importantly being thought leaders in this space, you know, uh, offering wild ideas, offering new uh, solutions, different ways of thinking of things. So it's felt like we've been in this space a lot. But what consistently is challenging is as you look at new prize ideas or even content ideas is that, you know, frame a reference of is this too far out there? Will people connect with this? You know, and it almost feels like this journey you have to take of here's our, our wild weirdness out there, right? Here's where we want to innovate. Here's the future we see. Let's make sure that we are pulling it back to where people are likely going to meet us, which might be, you know, not there yet. <laughs> so I think it's a, it's a ongoing challenge and a really important opportunity and in innovation in general, but specifically in this space, um, with the conversation getting more crowded and a lot of information uh, for customers to sift through. So how do you balance the stretching into the future with the relevancy for our customer base? So what can you share with our listeners uh, in terms of what's next for you and what's next for Organifi? Yeah, well, you heard a little bit about it. Uh, definitely doubling down on regenerative product lines, and that's working directly with our ingredient sourcers to ensure that um, we're sourcing key ingredients that are using regenerative agriculture practices. It's a, a just a forward movement for us to evolve from USDA organic to glyphosate residue free. So doubling down in that space, bringing products that are um, premium because they are regenerative, um, which is really, really exciting uh, and making that positive impact possible, not just for why the business exists, but also for any customer investing in Organifi. 
So it really um, helps marry those. And I'm just super excited about this space with what's becoming possible with the certifications and uh, just so much transparency and um, yeah, collapsing a lot of borders there. Second to that is um, bringing to life uh, this new kind of guide and perspective to wellness. And this is more of the overarching mission we're on to guide people to broaden the, the mirror or the lens in which we evaluate personal well-being. You know, you can think a little bit outdated. Luckily, I think it's, it's universally felt as a little bit outdated, which is how much do you weigh and how much are you, um, you know, exercising as the frame of wellness. But we want to broaden it in a huge way and look at, you know, what's your sleep? What's your energy levels? What does your mood look like? You know, what is your satisfaction in, in the career you're living? Um, mirroring some of the um, <laughs> uh, Butner research around longevity. And this is where Ikigai came from, which is even the idea that health and wellness relates to our life purpose. So it's, you know, coming from, uh, this initial lens of, you know, what you put in your body matters. And of course, the highest quality matters, um, what your lifestyle looks like matters, and then what your contribution in the world matters. That's all actually part of the wellness perspective. Um, so it's really broad. And uh, being a guide and a resource and a thought leader in this space is really what's next for Organifi in a, a much more deep way. And and very like operationally and, and from the business on the external, uh, very excited to expand into retail and the just the, the convergence of online offline for a new interactive experience with our customers. So that's kind of across all those lenses. <laughs> a, lot, a lot going on. <laughs> I feel like always, right? <laughs> I'm just curious, since you, since you mentioned it several times, uh, you talked about regenerative. I'm just curious, have you or other folks at Organifi watched the documentary Kiss the Ground? We have, yeah. One of our uh, key team members, the director of supply chain, uh, was heavily involved in some of that in uh, North County, which is so cool. And just um, grateful that so much of the, um, just the conversations being made more normal. Anytime there's a documentary, especially during a, during COVID when it came out was, was really um, exceptional and in, in ensuring that, you know, this becomes more, more well known to recognize this optimistic view of the future, um, which I'm really excited for. It is an optimistic documentary. You don't you, when it starts for the first ten or fifteen minutes, you think, "Oh boy, this is going to oh, be a no. downer." But it, but it, it does. It does. Woody Harrelson does uh, end it optimistically, so that's nice. I think really importantly, actually, yeah. There's there's a enough doomsday out there. I think what what humanity is ready for, I'm ready for, is presenting um, just the opportunities moving forward and the the optimistic look at at the work that you know we get to do. Mm. May I ask all of our guests uh, the same question? It's really a two-part question, which is what advice would you give to two different sets of folks? First, uh, people who are already innovating in the food or CPG space. And then secondly, new people just starting their careers in this space. What, what advice would you give them? Love this. And for innovators in this space, what I'm looking forward to and grateful for is this younger generation coming up in uh, as consumers uh, has a much stronger BS detector. So I'm very excited. They feel empowered. They're self-researchers. They there's a, a higher level of knowledge in our in our um, really the food space, uh, CPG space in general. So I think what what I'd offer is uh, the the call to to bring quality, bring transparency, and bring impact. Um, really importantly, with whatever we're creating, at uh, 
I'm excited for that for sure. And then for more of the newbies out there and people getting started, uh, solve, yeah, solve problems you care about um, so much so that you can enroll a community around it. Um, and that community is the validation that other people care too. Good advice. Do uh, do what you're passionate about. Do what's really genuine yeah. for you. Yeah, it's it's a it's a truth that you know will likely carry a really important story for you as a business owner, and it is um, I I can't even express the importance of storytelling um, universally, but in our space uh, in general, and just the connection we have with our community and building a brand around that is a very successful way to go. I'd like to thank my guest today, May Steigler, who is CEO of Organifi. May, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Gary. Love the conversation and so appreciate it. Looking forward to next time we connect. Thanks for listening to C2C, where we cover innovation in the food and CPG business from conception to consumption. Just type the letters C-T-O-C, no spaces, to find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbeam, and Google Play.